Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Share Planner's Swing Trading Podcast, and I am glad to be doing number 26 with you guys here today. And let's talk about raising the stop loss versus taking profits. It's a question that a lot of traders struggle with and really contemplate on, on their trades each and every day when they have profits. Should I just keep raising the stop loss or is the market going to tank? I'm going to wish that I would have taken that small profit or big profit and just go on ahead and exit it out quietly out the side door. So that's the big, big question here for traders. And it, for me, is dictated by what kind of market are we currently in? And equally important, it's going to be dictated by the kind of trade that we're in as well. So let's look at the first point, trending markets. Do you take profits in a trending market or do you raise the stop? Well, for for the trending market, you're going to want to raise the stop loss. You're not going to want to just go ahead and take it out. So if you're in a trend like what we saw in the beginning of this year in 2018, January, where the market was just going up and up and up each and every day. That's a good, solid trending market. It may not be for the longest time because in February, it completely gave it all back. But for the time being, it was a solid trending market. So if you went ahead and took profits early in the month, you might have missed out on some really nice profits that you could have had later in the month by just simply raising the stop loss along the way. And so the trending markets, they're most conducive to just simply raising the stop loss. And the places where you want to put your stop loss is in an area just below an area of key support. So when it clears through resistance, that resistance now becomes support for a stock. And so you want to put your stop loss right below that key area. Now, like I said, if you find yourself in a trending market and you're getting like 3 and 4% profits and you're just going ahead and booking your gains yeah it it might look nice on paper in the sense that you're you're making a profitable trade but you're not necessarily letting your winners run and that's the big problem because in a trending market and they're really nice when you're in them is to let your stock have as much liberty as possible to give you the most amount of gains as possible now in a choppy market it becomes much less different in a choppy market You can be better off having a mixture of long and short positions in your portfolio or simply, and this is what I do a lot of times too, is waiting to buy the dips on certain stocks that are getting oversold and are due for bounces and also timing that with the overall market conditions too. So if you know that you're in a choppy market, you know that the market's only going to go so high before it starts to give back those those profits again. And it's if it's going lower, it's only going to go so low before it bounces back up. So you plan your trades accordingly. As a result, with a choppy market, you want to be getting in at the lower end of the market and taking your profits at the higher end if you're 
long on the stock. And that's the big difference is in when it comes to raising the stop loss versus taking profits is it's going to come down to whether or not you are in a trending market or whether or not you are in a choppy market. If you're in the choppy market, you're going to want to keep booking profits when you have those profits in hand. So if you're up four or five percent and you know that the market's at the top end of a range, you're not going to want to keep letting your winners run because there's a very good chance that you're going to hit a wall and you're going to give back those gains quickly instead of having like a 5% profit. You may only come away with a 1% profit or if your stop loss management's not that great, you may be taking a loss on it instead. And that's happened with a number of my trades recently. Not that I've let them turn into losses, but uh, they they started off, they look like great trades. If you go back to about a month ago when Netflix and earnings were reporting and they had some very dramatic reactions to their stock price and then went way down, I waited for them to settle in a little bit and then I started building a position in them. So the market was pretty choppy. And what I did was is I I let the stock run up for a little bit while the market was oversold and it was trying to bounce higher. And in a stock like Facebook, I went ahead and booked the, the profits at 184.14. And that was a 5.3% profit, right? But if you look at it just a couple of weeks later, it's way below my even even my entry price. I got in at 174.80 and it's playing with 172 now. And it doesn't look like it's going to get much help here anytime in the near future. You take Netflix. I got in at 342, got out at 348. Okay, it's not that much. It was only like a 1.7% profit, but if you look at it in view of where the stock is at now, where it's trading down as low as 313, that's not that's not a good thing to just Keep holding on, hoping that you're going to be getting a bigger profit because the market's not affording you those opportunities. Taking profits and being aggressive with taking profits becomes very, very important. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to hammer home with you, that depending on the market, whether it's a trending market or whether it's a a choppy market, is going to dictate whether or not you should be raising your stop loss, which is most appropriate in a trending market, or whether you should be taking profits which is most appropriate in a choppy market another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So the final part of this podcast, I want to look at shorting stocks. And and it's not just with shorting stocks. It can be if you're short the stock market with a bearish ETF that you're getting long on. So the inverse ETFs like 3 to 1, 2 to 1, or even 1 to 1, you want to apply these principles too as well because the underlying basis for the ETF is for the market to go down so you can make profits. So the market bottomed after the big financial crisis back in 2008. And one of the biggest consistencies in this market has been to buy the, buy the dip. And when you buy the dip, the market tends to get, just keep going back higher. These, these sell-offs, they don't last for a long time. And there's been a few periods where that's not necessarily been the case. You had 2011, 2014, you had Greece in 2015, and you had the big sell-off here in 2018 in February where the market pulled back 10%. But even in all those cases, you had a lot of V-shaped bottoms where it just goes way down and then it immediately bounces back up. And so 
The reason why that's important is because if you're shorting the stocks at the time where you get the V-shaped bounces, and you even saw that during the Trump election uh, night with the futures where the futures were going down some like 5%, they were limiting down and everything else. And then the, by the morning time, the, the futures, if you were a futures trader, the, the, the stock had already pretty much made back all of those losses and, and, and was actually trending higher uh, going forward. And and it made for one of the best rallies at the end of 20, 2016. So, and it continued into 2017. So here's the thing. Shorting the market, you want to always be aggressive. You always want to be aggressive because the natural propensity of the stock market is to go higher. So if you have a trade where you're up 3 or 5%, yeah, that, that, that's, there's probably a good reason to go ahead and book the profits, especially if the stock is already or the the stock or the the market itself is already oversold so for instance earlier this week i got long on spxu and that's the bearish etf on the s&p 500 for 3 to 1 and i got in at 3513 and sold it at 3575 and i really didn't want to sell it i really liked my my position i was kind of hoping that we would see more downside in the market but if i was not aggressive in taking those profits just a couple of days ago guess what? I would be staring at a much bigger loss of about 2%. And because it's trading at 34.56, I had gone in at 35.13, booked my profits at 35.75. So shorting the stocks, especially in a market like this, where we're not in a, a bear market by any means, requires that if you're going to take on a short trade, that you take the profits aggressively. And, and to do so vigilantly and to do so uh, with discipline. So that's going to be it for the podcast, a little shorter than usual, but I just wanted to reiterate some of these points about raising the stop loss versus taking the profits and how to know which one you should do. Take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.